welcome to another episode of The Gutter Boys. I'm your host, JB Rowe. Just wanted to make this brief intro because uh, this episode goes a bit longer than normal. Today's guest, Pablo Vigo, comic artist and illustrator from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Uh, we talk a bit about his work and what the comic scene is like in his neck of the woods. Uh, real quick... Uh, friends of the show, Dave Baker and Alexa Ziri, they currently have a Kickstarter running to fund their new book, Night Hunters, which is uh, set to be published by Floating World Comics. Uh, I believe the campaign has six days left as of the recording of this intro. If you can, go check it out. Throw some money their way. I think it's going to be a really great book and uh, hopefully it gets funded. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get straight into the interview. I shit on the the people going to the Area 51 side and all the stuff. I really want to believe uh, everything's Independence Day. Oh. <laughs> I really want to believe. That. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. <laughs> I suppose we should get into comic talk though a little bit. Calling in all the way from uh, Argentine. Uh, Argentina. Yeah. Argentine. That's how I was told. How it, no, I'm kidding. It's Argentina. Uh, yeah, so uh, Pablo, uh, thanks for coming on on the show. You can go ahead and introduce yourself because you're going to do a better job than either of us. I really doubt. I really doubt too. Um, well, of course, the first thing I said, I said it in the wrong order. So, uh, hi, Cam. Hi, JV. I'm really glad to be here. Uh, a, a really disclaimer before we start. So I want to say sorry for everyone who is listening. My English is not as great as I thought it would be. So it's been like two years since I last spoke English out loud, at least. So uh, so please bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, did how long have you uh, did you learn English in school, or is it just something that you? Taught yourself? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I studied English in in school all the way from uh, I don't know what it's called there. It's a primary school and high school, and well, I I continued my my studies uh, independently. I, I'm. Uh, <sighs> What can I say? I, um, I listen to a lot of uh, radio and podcasts and watch movies and shows in English. And I try to not to read the subtitles so I can better, uh, better understand what I'm hearing. So, uh, for example, when I listen to you guys, I really I, I can understand perfectly all, all the things that you are saying. Uh, but oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, I, I, you you made uh, some really cool uh, recommendations on black metal bands, so I had to <laughs> take a little listen oh. to those. Is that what you Very listen cool. to? Black metal? No, I'm I'm getting into black metal because I have um I I teach. I, I I have a couple of students from a like a private uh, workshop, and one of the the students is uh, really uh, like a, a metalhead. 
is the, oh, the term cool. or, yeah. and he uh, he started uh, talking to me and telling me all this stuff about uh, Bursum, about Ancient Orange and all those uh, mayhem and all those stuff and I was just so uh, hypnotized by, by the whole uh, culture behind uh, black metal and I, st I started to pay attention, a little bit attention. Is there? There are way too many bands. Way, <laughs> yes. way too many bands. Yes, there and are way too many. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I think my favorite, uh, like um, speed metal, and I don't know if it's called black metal, but uh, it's a record called Scum by Napalm Death. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that uh, record. That's more grindcore, but grindcore, it's all pretty okay. much. Yeah, it's all kind of. There's a lot of overlap. Yeah, it's in the, under the same yeah. umbrella. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. like thrash metal and kind of like that. That sort of like nearly death and black metal. That stuff is like huge in South America. Like I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially in Brazil. Yeah, in Brazil it's amazing. Well, uh, when I was a, a little boy, what well, that's a weird expression. Uh, <laughs> when I was younger, uh, like around eight or nine, I got obsessed with a band called Sepultura. Oh yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Are they from Brazil? Yeah. I think. Yeah, they are. They are from Brazil. Okay. And okay. I, I never really got into the the metal scene from from Argentina. I, I was, I don't know what scene f uh, fit me. I don't know. Just lonely cartoonists or. <laughs> Just I don't know. That's uh, but uh, I mainly when I whenever I work where when I work, I mainly listen to um, like um, instrumental jazz. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I I love that that whole forties, uh, fifties, early sixties scene. Like, uh, scene. I'm sorry. Uh, mm -hmm. Like uh, Bill Evans, uh, um, Talonius Monk. Oh yeah, good stuff. That oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so. I'm, I mean, and I, I know Cam, you liked uh, jazz. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of bossa nova. Oh yeah, for sure. Is there a lot of bossa nova going on down there still? Or no, mainly, mainly in Brazil. Yeah. Here it's more like. Uh, have you ever heard uh, cumbia? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like cumbia, a little bit of rock and trap music, T uh, okay. T R A P. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's is it called like mumble mumble hip hop? Oh yeah, mumble rap. Mumble yeah. rap. Yeah. yeah, that's huge here. That's uh, I mean, huh. it's amazing. Every kid is listening to that. And uh, of course, I only listen like musicians that died over 80 years ago <laughs> from a <laughs> sure. heroin overdose. <laughs> so, yeah. And mainly I listen to a lot of, like, like I said, I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts and people, uh, mainly people talking. Mm -hmm. I, I tried listen to listening to audiobooks. I tried like uh, have you ever heard like the the psychopath test? 
Oh, the book. Yes. Yeah. 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 I tried listening to that. It was fine. I listened to uh, to that guy's other other audio stuff, like uh, his o- his whole take on the porn star August Ames' uh, uh, death. Oh, okay. I haven't heard of that one. Was it any good? Yeah, I like because I like that uh, that whole scene. It, like interests me. Like what kind of person uh, does that for the living? How that uh, how does it work? And it's it's a lot of work. Those performers work apparently every day, which I was like. Really, every day. Yeah. God, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean. Yeah. Maybe yeah. two times, two, three times a week, but every day. <laughs> and, yeah. and they, they travel every day, like by plane. I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting lifestyle. World. Yeah, for Damn. sure, for sure. So are you teaching like comics or are you teaching art? Um, I mainly teach comics and I, I do a little bit of, well, for comics, it's uh, I start the um, the course mm-hmm. by laying uh, laying down the the basics of drawing, mm-hmm. um, and I make up I make up I I create different exercises for each uh, student. For example, this um, the guy I was telling you about the um, the dude that liked uh, metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's been taking my class for over I think five years now. Oh, uh-huh. so you've been doing um, it for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have to here, mm-hmm. and um, and um, I've just started an exercise with him where I have uh, where he has to adapt into a six-page comic. The movie in the mouth of madness, the Carpenter yeah, movie. Yeah, with Sam Neill. Yeah, I love that yeah. movie, and he and this dude is really into like uh, horror and well metal and all the stuff. Cool. He's really an interesting guy. He makes like bootleg toys. Okay, awesome. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and his uh, his friends or or he he knows he he talked to. I don't know, with uh, this dude, Sidi, uh, Alexis Sidi. Oh, Ziri. Yeah, 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 that's that's the dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, what got you into comics, and like, you know, what what really kind of motivated you to kind of stick with it for as long as it, as you have? Well, I guess it's the same as you guys. You kind of once you get into comics, you kind of have to go all the way. So when I was uh, when I was younger, all um, I mean, ever since I have a memory, all I wanted to do is draw and make comics for mm-hmm. a living. Okay. I think that. When I was like seven or something like that, uh, my my teachers in school uh, asked me what I wanted to do for a living, and I said like a Disney animator. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. So that eventually uh, morphed into making comics, just like I. I yeah, around eight, I started getting really into Spider-Man, and since I I couldn't find any Spider-Man comics here, uh, I started drawing my own. <laughs> and, 
How yeah. did you find Spider Man? Uh, like on TV or something? Yeah, yeah. Do you do you guys remember that animated series? The '90s version. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the '90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess I was playing uh, football soccer here, and uh, when I was yeah, when I was eight, and one dude just kicked me really hard in one of my. Uh, my legs and they had to put um, the doctors had to put a, a, a cast all over my my leg so I, uh, I I couldn't go to school and I stayed at home watching TV all day and I, I got into the the spider-man animated show um, and couldn't find really couldn't find around that time there weren't any like popular comic shops here it was i mean how can i say this it's it's really tough to get comics here for some reason i would find uh, a spider-man or a batman comic but i i could never find the the one that came uh, next to that next you wouldn't be able to read a whole run you would just get random issues no never Never, I okay. never, never was able to to read a whole run. The, the, the that's why I got in in my teens. I got really into manga because uh, it was really easy to find, and the the all those books had a an an ending. So every bookstore had a lot of uh, manga. And besides, it was like, I don't know, man, it's, um, I was starting to, to notice that whenever I, I, uh, I was buying comics, I never read them, uh, especially superhero comics. And I, I never read them, and when I, whenever I tried to read them, I couldn't follow the the story because I never knew most of the characters. And so manga, I don't know, like it just did it for me. I don't know. I, I just forged and my like my whole identity around my my high school years uh, around comics, and I never never stopped. Uh, draw, uh, drawing I'm sorry <laughs> I never stopped ma making them hell yeah so are there like yeah I know that was when you were younger are there is there more of a scene and a presence with shops now or is it still kind of the same oh, situation yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean uh, the thing about Argentina that uh, that you have to understand is that uh, it's always uh, in a like an economical term oil mm. like it, it's always in like a, a distress economically so you can't uh, you really can't have um, a lasting scene uh, with uh, with comics because uh, like right now right now uh, economically Argentina is go is going through a very deep uh, recession so books are really hard to uh, hard to buy, hard to make. We we can't uh, ship our our comics to uh, to get printed in China, which is much more cheaper. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I don't know. It's it's always uh, you are always depending on how the the country is doing uh, economically. And well, 20 years ago uh, there was like a, a huge, huge recession economically. Everyone lost uh, all their savings. I mean, the whole country. It was insane. Yeah, and. Uh, After that, uh, a few governments came uh, that made uh, things a little bit uh, better, and thanks to that and the ever-growing spaces in uh, on the internet, uh, a new scene, a new comic scene uh, was uh, was like emerging and everyone back back then around maybe 2007 2000 yeah 2007 6 uh, everyone was doing um autobio comics okay uh, yeah that was the the really popular thing back then and Just now, we're uh, we have cartoonists aiming to to make their first uh, graphic novels. Oh, cool! Well, well you sent me yeah. your book, and it was pretty long. I mean, what over almost a hundred pages? Is that right? Yeah, it's ninety six. It's almost a hundred. Yeah, but, it's pretty uh, substantial. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, uh, it's it's just that I'm from that first generation that things uh, gets into a, a longer project mm -hmm. like making a graphic novel or uh, compiling uh, like a, a few uh, short short comics the the only thing that is really popular here are comic strips you can make a living by doing comic strips Here. Like newspaper, like yeah. a daily. Yeah, there oh, are. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I mean, the the whole uh, the whole history of uh, Argentinian comics is based on comic strips, on newspaper strips. Like, um, there's a, a popular character here called Mafalda. Uh, I, I think you guys might might really like it. It's a cross between um, peanuts. And like, I know I you got Cam's attention. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you're gonna love it. This guy, uh, this guy who makes it, it's it's uh, his name is uh, Kino, which is a, a a nom de plume, and he's really great. He's really great. It's it's like peanuts, but um, like. Deeply intellectual, not so much uh, lean on on the the emotional side. Yeah, mm. I'm actually uh, looking at it right now. Um, so is this like the biggest strip there? Yeah, yeah. That's historically this is the the biggest strip. It, it ended like in the in the 60s. But oh, okay. So it's a bunch of reprints, or did they let artists yeah. continue it? No, 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 no. They they. Uh, we don't have an an union here to, okay. to make that happen. Okay. And here you have like uh, three uh, popular newspapers, maybe five uh, comic strips, and those are all the the guys who can make a living just uh, with the 
the Argentinian market. Everyone else has to sell uh, his or hers book. Uh, sorry for the pronouns. Uh, okay. Um, well, everyone has to either uh, make a name for themselves in Europe mm -hmm. or in uh, in America, um, or or make uh, a, a daily. A daily newspaper strip. For example, uh, you guys know uh, Jose Munoz, the dude that draws. Oh yeah. Uh, well, he, uh, no one knows him uh, here. He's really? Called, yeah. He's the. Uh, I might be pronouncing this wrong. The Alex Center book. Um, yeah. And he did. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nobody, wow. Okay. Nobody. I mean, uh, uh, that that guy is the is one of the most creative uh, cartoonists that came from mm -hmm. Argentina. And nobody gives him the time of day. It's wow. amazing. Does he you live really... there still? No, he. Um, it, well, that's the thing. Uh, do you guys know um, about the military coup in the 70s in Argentina or something? It doesn't matter. It's, it's okay. You're not insulting me I, if you I, don't. No, I do vaguely know. Uh, some of this, yes. Yeah, well, so Jose, Jose, uh, Jose Munoz uh, left the country around the 70s to okay. avoid being um, uh, being tortured. And we have a term here called desaparecido, like missing, uh, which is what happened to every everyone who got uh, captured by the military, where yeah, your body was never found, you're a desaparecido. Right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah fun, uh, fun stuff. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's Latin America for you. Uh, I yeah, mean, there's, and that's a whole other podcast that we could do <laughs> just about yeah, Central and South American history and sort of the really crazy kind of uh, political climates and all the different coups and, you know, CIA backed uh, intervention yeah, and yada, yada, fun. yada. <laughs> that's really yeah, it's fun. a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyways, so Jose uh, went uh, went to live to Europe. I think he was maybe Italy or or maybe maybe London. Where was he? Well, it doesn't matter. Well, he created uh, Alex Sinner uh, there with um, Carlos Sampacho, which okay. is the um, uh, the scripter. Is it the the name? Okay. The, the writer, uh, the script writer. Alex, the script writer. That's yes, that's right. And well, they they became overly popular there in in Europe, and no one, absolutely no one, uh, gives him uh, gives them the time of day here. I mean, that's insane. That's yeah, and they're I so mean, prolific, you know, and like one of the most. Arguably one of the most, you know, well-known cartoonists, I would say, from that area, because they get a lot of stuff translated here in America. You know, it's really, I mean, I would argue it's really not that different here, you know, because we have someone like, for example, uh, Jeff Darrow, who is yeah. arguably yeah. one of the best living artists right now. Yeah. And nobody in the mm -hmm. States knows who he is, like at all, really? even though his impact is pretty far reaching. And he moved to France sort of recently, like last year. 
uh, because yeah. of his, you know, his family and whatnot. And over there, of course, everyone knows who he is. You know, he's celebrated there. So it's it's a weird thing, you know, the the, the how cultures kind of view or, you know, the sort of value, their value system for art and comics and, and whatnot, it can vary from country to country. But I feel like there really isn't that much yeah. of a difference between, uh, you know, South America, Central America, their attitudes about media and art versus the United yeah. States and in the rest of uh, North America. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that there's anything particularly special about uh, that situation here in, in Argentina. I mean, th- uh, does, uh, does that thing keeps you up at night? Like, uh, I, I know it sounds weird, uh, but the how weird uh, is recognition? Like, why uh, why everyone knows who, I don't know, like, Daniel Klaus is Daniel yeah. Klaus I'm pronounced and almost nobody knows who Richard Sala is right oh yeah I mean I would I, mean, and- I, I would argue that you know not many people do know Klaus outside of the small scene of comics yeah you know, oh really well oh yeah I, I think I don't think many people outside of the comic I, scene well I think he's like the there's like a glass ceiling to it i feel like um yeah. where he can only be so successful so the thing is it's like i would say that Klaus is in my opinion maybe a step above comics and maybe people in the art world know who yeah. he is because yeah. i feel like he gets a lot of commercial illustration jobs yeah and he's oh, made sure. such a name for himself in comics that i think he's kind of transcended them in some sense like he's absolutely a cartoonist first and foremost but i feel yeah. like you know he doesn't even have to put a book out he'll just do a criterion cover yeah or fuck. you know a new yorker spot illustration and charge ten thousand dollars and be okay sure but jesus I, christ so, do you I know mean, how I'm, much <laughs> i have to do to get ten grand but you know i would say though that people i mean in terms of like your everyday citizen they don't yeah, really well, know of course they, don't, they know. don't know yeah. what yeah you're yeah. lucky to maybe have somebody who kind of recognizes what ghost world is because it was a movie with steve buscemi in the 90s yeah. but that's really about to the extent that people understand or know about him in the grand scheme of things yeah i guess it's like that stan lee versus jack kirby uh, as far as recognition, like uh, the average citizen there in America knows who Stanley is, or maybe of course, uh, yeah, but no one knows. Uh, uh, most of them don't know who Jack Kirby or Ditko or right. any of those guys are. Right, right. I would say in America too. I think Stanley is going to be the only person that the mainstream would recognize. Like I think if you, that's what yeah. I was saying. There, uh, yeah. Um, same here. Even though he's not a writer, really, and he's not an artist, <laughs> he's, uh, he's something else. He was, he was an editor. Else. He was an editor and a and a carnival barker. I mean, that's really yeah. all he was. Yeah, but yeah. That's a whole other. <laughs> yeah. So, well, kind of touching base on you said distribution earlier. Right now, in these times, you said it's kind of hard to make a book. So, is the comic scene down there right now in a time where you know you may not have the resources to print a book? Is it mainly online, or are people still finding a way to you know do like little photocopy no 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 it's or... it's uh, the quality of the books are like the one i sent you so okay, it's very nice it's it's yeah, nice wow. the the thing is um the the cost of printing here are very high so okay. um like uh, editoriales like publishers that's it yeah. uh, so yeah. publishers uh, can't uh, like risk uh, a lot on a book 
because mm -hmm. if you if you have a, a low selling book that costs a lot of money, you might like doom your your publisher. So, yeah, if they don't make the money back on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, because uh, the the prices on ink and paper are so here at least are so tied to the uh, foreign market, uh, you really can't experiment a lot um, yeah. on, on that aspect. And distribution here is it's really tough. You have like two two main distributors. Uh, you have like two, um, like two diamonds. Is okay. Diamond yeah. is the yeah, and they pretty much are like a, a, a mob, and you have to like print over two thousand books to get them distributed oh, all wow. around the the country. And so yeah, it's like diamond. Then they require a minimum. Yeah, and yeah. whenever you get the the books back, they are all in shambles. They are <laughs> all torn apart. So, um, like for example, my um, uh, my publisher, the the publisher I work with, uh, has made like an independent uh, route to distribute uh, their their books, and it's 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 paying off at least mm -hmm. for the moment. But uh mailing is really expensive here which is very different to mail something in inside uh, america mm -hmm. uh, i mean I, um, from what i heard uh, mailing inside the united states is fairly cheap it's when you you go outside the country that it gets like really expensive yeah. 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 So mailing inside Arge Argentina, it's it's extremely um, expensive. So that makes the whole thing even harder to to reach uh, another. Uh, we don't have states here. We have uh, something that's called uh, provincia. Province. Okay, province. Yeah. yeah. Province. Uh, but we can call them states for the sake of the. <laughs> yeah. the well, so yeah. with you, you know, your book, uh, for listeners that haven't seen your work, it's really, really clean. And, you know, I would definitely say it's very indie in the sense of it doesn't have superheroes. There's no, you know, yeah. it's not really an action comic. Um, now, so with that, you know, is there a select market? I know you mentioned your publisher had like a route. Are there like special bookstores that they're taking your stuff to or? Oh, yeah. We do have in Argentina, especially where where I live, which is the um, a place called Buenos Aires. Mm -hmm. It's a, a lot of bookstores. There are there are. Can I curse? Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let it fly. There are a fuckload of book <laughs> bookstores here. Uh, so um, and every bookstore, there are fewer and fewer uh, chains of bookstores. Like I don't know what's a popular chain oh, of. We have Barnes and Noble here. Yeah. That, that's right. We have a place called uh, Our Barnes and Nobles. It's called uh, Shenny. There, there are quite a few of uh, that bookstore, that brand of bookstore. But mainly, there are all uh, like independent uh, 
like uh, family shops, okay, like okay. family bookstore. Yeah, so that makes um, makes for ins uh, at least inside the city of Buenos Aires the distribution here. It makes it a lot a, a lot easier, and okay. there's a, a lot of. Um, I'm not like uh, I don't have like a unique style. Uh, as far as the as the Argentinian uh, whatever style is, so there's a lot of diversity as far as uh, I don't know, like cartooning styles and yeah. all that. And like indie comics is really huge here uh, in the underground scene. So uh, nobody like nobody makes an uh, straightforward uh, action comic. Okay. Uh, like, uh, adventure, more uh, not action, like adventure. And uh, we barely have uh, a comic in the news stands. Mm -hmm. that, that's over. That's yeah. every everything is like uh, Rizzo scenes. Okay. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. And proper proper books. So. You've been making comics how long? Because I know you said you were in the first generation of, you know, cartoonists yeah. there. So I think my my first my first published work was around I think 2005. Yeah. So yeah. It and uh, and mainly in my work, uh, my work, my my comics have appeared in in a fair amount of anthologies and like uh, fanzines and that stuff yeah so that that's like the the way to do it here you you start by making a, a scene a, a really small scene or you publish your you upload your work to your comics to to the internet back then was the the blogs mm -hmm. Then there were the the Tumblr sites, and now it's I don't know what is it? It's Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, it it changes every like yeah. five to ten years. I feel like. Yeah, it gets tiring. <laughs> yeah, you got to set up on a whole new platform, get your followers back. It's pretty yeah, yeah out there. So, would you say, um, you know, with you doing it so long, would you say that not to put yourself above anybody else, but do you have like a permanent fixture in your scene there, you know, or do you view yourself as that, you know, cause you've been doing it so long. Cause that's what, 14 years now. Yeah. But you have to, I'm, I'm 30, 30, 33 right now. Okay. And whenever I started, uh, you start, uh, at least here, you start like very low and there isn't, or there wasn't, um, somewhere to go. Like, uh, there wasn't uh, a magazine, a comics magazine, like or, or a anthology book like now from Fantagraphics. Do you guys? Yeah, it's really good. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, we don't have that. Uh, mm -hmm. We used to have uh, a magazine called uh, called Fierro, which is iron, iron, chess. Uh, Shit, I, I'm all over the place on pronunciation. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but that magazine uh, closed uh, like last year due to, well, financial issues. 
as always. But did there, you ever uh, work in there? Yeah, I publish. Uh, I publish how many? I think like four comics there. It was more for the the ego gratification that I was my my, my comics were part of that uh, that magazine uh, history, which is uh, yeah. I don't blame you. I mean, the fact that you you know I would do the same thing. You know, if Fantagraphics asked me to work in now just to have something published in now, yeah, I would Jesus throw something Christ. together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the other thing about Argentina is that it's not a very, it doesn't have like a, a very broad um, openness to, how can I say it? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's like, take for example, uh, the United States, America, for the sake mm -hmm. of the argument. You can you can re, uh, you can work in in well like you guys in Chicago or in uh, Louisville uh, Louisville and or I don't know in New York and uh, people are still going to pay attention to your work give or take I don't know what's what's your situation going to to shows and uh, showcasing your 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 stuff but here if you don't if you live outside uh, Buenos Aires it's really hard to to make a career for yourself as far as uh, comics work as illustration as well maybe a little bit if you want to chase uh, a music career so it's it's really all concentrated in a in well in, in a city, which is yeah, fucked up. It's probably like here, everybody moves to LA or New York to try and make it. But I guess with the internet here, um, and I'm assuming there too, but mainly in America, you can you know I live in Kentucky and I just make sure to go to shows in other parts of America that, and I guess that's how I would reach out. So yeah. 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 Um, no. It so I gets, see where you're coming from. Well, there. that's uh, that's the thing here. Like you have, a, we have a lot of shows, but they are all like one of only one of them is like uh, like SPX or not San Diego, the the San Diego Comic Con. But uh, I'm talking uh, as far as uh, size. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, about uh, how big they are, and you can't, you don't have uh, an, a daily contact with editors. We have like two uh, medium-sized uh, comic publishers here, and the the rest of them are like, well, the the uh, the size of uh, something like you self-publish. You might as well self-publish. Right. That's, and is yeah. that hard, though? Like, the resources? Like, do you just go to a print shop? Or do you, you know, can you go to, like, a copy shop and make your own zines? Yeah, you mainly go to copy shops, uh, copy shops, like or small, a very, very, very small printing uh, place. Yeah. And you can get your comic out. Yeah, I mean, it's not that hard. It's mainly the, the distributions uh, side of it that right. is really, really, really hard.
So yeah. are there multiple shows a year? I know you said you had like one big show, but are there like little zine fests on the, you know, the weekends and yeah. stuff like that that you can set up? That's the thing. That's uh, little zine fests. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, the, they are all over the place. Everyone, uh, and there are really exciting because all my, all my cartoonist friends, all the cartoonists are here in Buenos Aires and every time, like, I get to see them, like, every other weekend. And so the, what it lacks, what the Argentinian thing, whatever it is, uh, lacks in the economic and in the distribution and in the resources side, uh, it's, it's really good in the personal side. Like we all get together and, uh, I, most of them come to my house and I cook something and, we talk about uh, comics and well <laughs> about comics <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's how it goes <laughs> we it's were joking funny. around yeah like when we do shows you know because in your normal life you can't really talk about this stuff with people so when you go to a show it's yeah. like you've got you know a few days to just cram it all in it's all you really talk about get it all out there so yeah that's awesome. it's like uh, uh, i've been looking at uh, not to sound like a stalker Right, but I've been looking at you guys with the whole XPX uh, weekend. Oh the, yeah, the the festival, mm-hmm. and it remind me so much of uh, every of most of the big scene fest that are, are here, where mm-hmm. you, you guys look like really happy and really happy to see each other, and that's nice because I don't know, it's the uh, being a cartoonist or working. Uh, as a cartoonist or trying to get, uh, make a living as a, ca- a cartoonist or as an illustrator it's it's really hard and you you kind of need people to lean on right uh, i know it sounds like really i don't know like overly sweet of my part or really dumb dumb sweet but i think that uh, having a, a community really really helps you uh, keep on going oh yeah i agree Does with that 100 percent. yeah that i mean yeah that's something that we talk about a lot actually at these shows it's like if if we didn't have these communities and these like uh, support systems and people that we can communicate yeah. with and share ideas and yeah. talk about these things then we probably wouldn't keep doing it because yeah know, it would just be a waste of money at that point you know you're just pouring all your money into your book and <laughs> Just hoping to sell yeah. some, you know? So. Yeah, and it's also like, I mean, yeah. the, what we do as cartoonists is pretty uh, a, a pretty lonely life in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah, like yeah. You're isolating a lot of yourself. isolation. Yeah. yeah, you're isolating yourself in your studio, and you, you, you just kind of crank out pages and grind and whatnot. And so if you don't have that kind of network of friends and, you know, people to to speak with about this stuff it, you become a little neurotic i mean you're already neurotic making cartoons but you become even more neurotic yeah. and depressed and, and all that all that stuff so it's it's good to have that it's very important yeah it's a really good outlet yeah and yeah you know it's kind of yeah. like you know I, i've got a lot of i've got some deadlines with some projects and you know my family's like you're always having to work it's like yeah you don't understand like nobody really gets it except for the people at these shows like how much work right. goes into it you know so nobody <laughs> nobody gets it do you guys have, uh, do you guys had, uh, I know Cam that you are, uh, you have a girlfriend or there's a, there's a someone special situation. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, have any of you had uh, like relationship troubles because of how much time does uh, cartooning takes out of you? Me personally, I just found a, a girl that just, you know, we just have our own lives. So we just make sure to spend time yeah. together. Like we have one day of the week where we make sure to spend time together. So but I feel like that's yeah. kind of a rare situation. You know, we see each other every day because we live together, but we just make one designated day. Um, yeah. you know, our day. And that just seems to work for us. Um, but I, I don't know anybody personally that's had something fall apart, but, you know, talking to people, I could imagine that it does happen. I mean, it, a relationship, I don't think it fall up, it fall apart from that, but it, it sure like, uh, puts a, a, a very heavy weight on it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You, it's, it's the weekend. You want to hang out, but you, you also have to finish like three pages for <laughs> yeah Monday morning. like you know i i work my day job during the week you know so i yeah. might get two hours of drawing in but the weekends are when i can take eight to ten hours to do nothing but draw so it's really yeah. you know yeah it's just deadlines you got to get it done my my best friend is a cartoonist called Matias San Juan. You can you can actually get uh, his work in America. He had a, like a, a magazine, like a comic, on a printed or published uh, by Kilgore Books. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, Some uh, of our friends had books published by them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like uh, Tom, Tom Alex Tim. Noll and uh, oh, yeah. M. S. Harkness. Mike Freyheit. Yeah. Mike Freyheit, oh, yeah. I love that uh, that lady, that, that lady. I'm sorry, that, uh, Ms. Harkness. Yeah, yeah. There. Yeah. No, no, no. You're fine. It's just I am definitely gonna call Ms. Lady next time. Lady? I see yeah. <laughs> we yeah, usually so. table with Ms. at a show at least once a year. Uh, she's working on her new book for next year, so she's kind of chilling and laying wow. low for a while. But uh, they're actually as as we're recording right now. Alex and yeah. Mike Santino, who's uh, from Venezuela, he lives in Chicago too. Yeah. And, uh, and they're all in Minneapolis for the Twin Peaks, or not Twin Peaks, what am I saying? Uh, Twin Cities. Oh, Twin Cities well. uh, Zine Fest, yeah, where they're, they're crashing with MS. So it's a very small kind oh. of tight-knit kind of community of, in a network of people, especially yeah. in the Everyone Midwest. is really talented. Like everyone, like Blake, uh, is it called Blake Sims? Oh, yeah. yeah Blake yeah, Sims, yeah, yeah. 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 Dude. That that guy is amazing. He is a workhorse. <laughs> I always we always joke around. Blake will throw entire books away. Like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. struggling to make two pages a week, and he, <laughs> he throws away. Well, so since SPX SPX ended last weekend, uh, I was texting yeah. him. He is already ten pages into the next Logar book. So. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what, Blake, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Ten pages in, come on, man. Yeah, he's a machine, uh, all, man. That's all, all he does. Watching Downtown Abbey. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, but hey, Tell we him actually that the dog dies. <laughs> the dog on Downtown Abbey dies. So. <laughs> Tell, uh, tell, tell him I said that. <laughs> so, I'm sure he's seen it. Up. He went he to the, the uh, yeah, he went to the movie oh, the first night it came out. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. okay. He finished three books while watching it. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I mean, yeah. 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 Blake is a beast. I think Blake is really one of those cartoonists who within like five or 10 years, people are going to just randomly discover him and realize 
like the you know, wealth kind of, of the stuff we- he has out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's just a matter of time for him. Yeah. It's yeah. He's yeah. he's and he's been doing it since I, I guess around the same time you 2004, 2005, since he was in high school. Yeah. So, um, you know, he's just I think he's just conditioned at this point. You know, he's a working cartoonist and, and hilarious. Like, I mean, right. Yeah, he's one of my favorite yeah, people. His yeah. writing is top notch. Funny <laughs> yeah. as hell. I mean, God, yeah. he reminds me sort of like um, I would like to see him and John Bailey do do something together because oh, i feel like yeah, that would yeah. be absolutely like just crying tears john, yeah john bailey used to Who's john he bailey? goes by nano death on uh instagram no he changed nano his name up recently it's john clark bailey oh, now he now uses um, his normal name yeah he uses his real name um <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> that's hilarious but for years yeah it was nano death um nah, but well. he, he does a book called Wage Slaves that's like uh, just these Wage two like degenerate monsters, um, just slackers. They're, it's just really funny stuff. It's I can send you some of his stuff very later. Very funny. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very funny. But hey, uh, we did get some questions for you, though, uh, Pablo. Really? Uh, yeah. How many about Nazis? And... <laughs> yeah. Don't None worry. Of those, not, I don't think you live in Chile, right? So you're fine. <laughs> no, no. Argentina has the... Oh, they also Argentina have, okay. is the... Okay. Yeah. Let let me get my uncle out of. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, man. A little bit of humor. Oh, sorry, man. sorry again, sorry. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a real quick break here, and when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Pablo. We'll be right back. Listen to Virtual Pros, the world's only wrestling podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Listen to Virtual Pros, available on world's only wrestling podcast SoundCloud. just for privacy but uh loris yeah. underscore z on instagram oh, yeah. Yeah, wrote uh please ask pablo how does he manage his time between drawing and that luscious mullet of his i don't i don't use uh, a mullet they like, said uh, mullet no I'm, I'm just oh um because I, i'm going bold so oh. maybe that's a, a crack on on my hair yeah f- fuck you buddy so, you're bold too uh, but how yeah yeah it's an issue the the hair thing it's a, it's definitely an issue i know you guys have a full set of hair give me like two years man I, give me like two years yeah well knock on I wood i hope i'm okay every... for a little bit yeah 
I tried the pills. I tried. I, I never tried the like the, the hair transplant because I don't want to be like Jason Alexander or something like that. <laughs> so there you go. The, oh, that'll pop the, cam right there. The good, yeah. good Seinfeld reference. <laughs> the thing that sucks about uh, going bald is that you think that you might look like Bruce Willis or. I don't know, like any of those uh, cool guys. Yeah, no, you <laughs> no. You really don't. You look like fucking Moby. Or <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Nobody wants to look like Moby. Oh, man. <laughs> so, All righty. Uh, uh, there was another question here. This one's more serious uh, now. That <laughs> but it's from, um, it looks like, uh, I, I would imagine I read this as Fever Fever, but it's F-E-V-R, F-E-V-R. Oh yeah, yeah. I follow him on. I never met him. He's. Uh, I think he's. He's a Latin American uh, cartoonist. Check out his work. He's really great. Okay. Yeah, I started following them this morning because I was looking at their page and I was like, "Oh, that's good stuff." Um, yeah. But they asked for you. Who are your biggest influences and why? Well, I never heard uh, until this morning about Daniel Close on Chris Ware. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm joking. Uh, now, well, it kind of varies. Uh, I uh, and I really, uh, I think my my favorite cartoonists are uh, Seth and Gabriel Bell. Okay. Am I, oh, okay. Am I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah did I, have I, you seen the picture of Seth from the '80s? I posted it on Twitter, but I need to send it to yeah, you. Yeah. Have you yeah, seen that, it? Okay. <laughs> that sweet, sweet punk dude. <laughs> I actually met him. He's he's all all everything you see, uh, it's it's him. He's a really cool dude. I, I met him. There was a um, a comics festival uh, the la uh, two years ago, mm -hmm. and Seth was one of the the guests. And I, I gave him my my book, and we talk uh, a little bit. So that was just really it's. I mean, it's surreal when you meet uh, one of these guys and um, and you are from Argentina. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You never you never imagine that you're gonna meet those those guys. I and that uh, like that festival. I spent a lot of time talking to this guy. Do you guys know Dennis Kitchen, um. the guy from Kitchen Press? Kitchen Sink Press? Kitchen Sink Press. Yeah, okay, okay. I thought that's what... Yeah, yeah, I know of him. Yeah, so he, he told me all these stories about Harvey Kurtzman, about um, all the the underground uh, years. Mm -hmm. He was a really fun guy, really cool guy. And, well, I got to talk to, to Seth. So, re uh, so I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm taking way too much space. <laughs> no, no, you're no. Okay. Yeah, you're good. I yeah. mean, that's why we have you on here. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, you're I, gonna get your own episode. I will say, <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, well, I'm like, sorry. you do this long enough, you do end up kind of interacting with people that you never thought you would interact with. Yeah, you know, I've been let, doing let alone this. become friends with. I mean, it's really bizarre. Yeah, like there's people that follow me on Instagram that you know I was following as a fan, yeah. but you know, meeting them at shows, they follow you back, and it's just crazy because I don't know, like at this point, and I, I hope I don't come off bad when I say this, but like there was a point in time where I looked up to some of these cartoonists as like heroes, but now I just not. Not because my work is on par with them, but because we're at the same shows, I almost see them as peers now. Well, you know, and I just happen peers, to be a fan of them. Yeah, so it's, the, you know. You, you have how many books out? Like five? At least five? 
Yeah, yeah, I guess like they're all like you know many single issues. So yeah, well, I haven't done anything long form yet. But so yeah. uh, I don't know if you're counting on books. Chris Ware only has two, like building stories and Jimmy Corrigan. Right, because he he did, did sort of. I mean, it's really a smart, almost lost form of of small press yeah. comics is like the one man anthology. Yeah, and then they just compiled all that into you know Jimmy Corrigan. There's the new one that just came out that was at SPX, Rusty Brown. They just oh, compiled you, all that. Uh, do you bought it? Do you guys? I didn't it? buy it because it was forty dollars, <laughs> and I'd already she bought too much. You repeated that so yeah. many times. The show was like, man, I'm not paying forty dollars. <laughs> it's it's way too much. Let me tell you, forty dollars. It's way way too it's much. It's a big book, right? Uh, like it's a big heavy. Yeah, yeah it was probably like three hundred something pages. Book. I would yeah, imagine. I don't yeah. know. Jeez, he was on my plane. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, because he lives, he lives really? in Chicago. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, You're from here. Chicago. So I see him every once in a yeah. while out and about. Uh, can nice I guy. ask you about the Chicago scene? Yeah, sure. Because I really love those those guys that, like, do you, have you ever met the, uh, I'm gonna butcher his name, like, Nick Dernasso? Dernasso? Oh, yeah. Nick I've never met him, but Dernasso. yeah, I know of him. Sabrina. He did Sabrina. Um, we were just talking about him. Yeah, he did no, Sabrina. No, somebody he, mentioned his name. He's, like, kind of a recluse, right? Yeah, Ye Wan was, uh, not to bury Ye Wan, but, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, apparently he doesn't do too many shows. Um, no, so. no, I, I, and I rarely, I, I think I, uh, I might have listened to him, like, uh, doing a, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Uh, I only listened to one interview he, he made. He made like the, uh, like, I read that, Big New Yorker interview and yeah. uh, profile profile of of him, and he did like uh, a, a podcast for his uh, for a friend, like another cartoonist. I can't remember his name, but yeah, that's that's weird. Hmm. The dude has like two amazing. I mean, I really love the. Um, his work sabrina was really i think it was really something else in my opinion like it was such a terrifying comic without being traditional horror you know there's just so much tension in that book um yeah even though that dream scene right yeah 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 that's um yeah it was really good and you know i don't even see nick on social media so you know to be a cartoonist a working cartoonist and not have social media is crazy I followed him in Tumblr before he had a uh, he uh, he he was done with his Beverly book. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He yeah. had a Tumblr account, and I, I I don't know, like his style piqued my imagination. My cock, like yeah. So he's real. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, how about the uh, the Chicago scene? I mean, how many do you hang out with uh, a lot of cartoonists there in the city? Yes and no. I mean, we're all since we are all cartoonists. You know, we don't uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't really go out too much. Really, um, every once in a while, you know, some friends of ours will have. If if there's enough mutual friends, we'll you know get together and whatnot. Um, like uh, Mike yeah. Mike Santino, he'll have some people over sometimes, which is oh, nice. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to think, usually around local kind of show dates, you'll see more people. Yeah, you know, so like yeah. cake is always fun because you do get to see a lot of the local people there and a lot of friends catch up yeah. and whatnot. Um, C two E two kind of. 
I mean, that is kind of more geared towards, you know, sort of sort of Print? larger mainstream comics. Um, oh, really? And oh, okay. there's like way more people there as a result. So you rarely really have the time to see anyone or talk to anyone because it's just yeah. it's just a big mad dash for three days of just nonstop crowds of people. Yeah. And it, yeah. It's like very hard to meet up with people. And I don't know if I mean, maybe Cam has talked about this, but trying to coordinate more than five people to do anything after a show is <laughs> yeah. nearly yeah. impossible. I mean, it is like we're all it's like ner- pulling teeth. Yeah, I mean, we're all neurotic to begin with, but then you have like 15 of us and you're trying to figure out for all of us to agree on where to go to eat, yeah. where to meet up at at what yeah. time. It's it's like insane, you know? Like it's or how to get Garish band to work. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's another one. I'm sorry yeah. again for that one, guys. No, that's honestly the best thing about SPX, though. And I think it's the last year it's at that hotel. But SPX is at a really oh, nice really? hotel. Yeah. Well, yeah. I heard it was moving. That was like talk on the show floor this year. Like um, where? Do you, I don't do know. To... I didn't find oh. out. But I think this was their last year at the Marriott. Um, but the cool thing about it is usually you get a room. Yeah. And then um, there's a bar and a restaurant. So nobody really leaves the hotel because there's not much to go on, like, you know, go yeah. do around you. Washington, D.C. is like 40 minutes away. Yeah. That so can everybody create just kinda, a few problems. Yeah. So everybody just kind of sits in the hotel bar and on the patio outside. So you're kind of forced to interact. So at least, oh. you know, that's a that's a good show to get stuff together. Because even if you don't go to dinner together, everybody's yeah. going to be at the hotel at the end. So, yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, you know, last year, this year I knew what to expect, but last year was my first year and we're just yeah. sitting there drinking a beer, you know, at the table and the next yeah. table down, it's like Durf, Jim Rugg, um, Jesus. you know, okay. like, and they're just sitting there casually. They're just, you know, in the bar. It's really insane, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, we, so. I was waiting for my friend to meet up with me who doesn't do comics, doesn't know anything about comics, doesn't care about comics. Yeah. They're just, a, they're just an old friend that I haven't seen in a very long time. We used to go to art school together and, uh, yeah, okay. I I'm waiting for them to for us to meet up and we have a beer in the kind of hotel lobby area where the bar is yeah and uh as we're talking i kind of like take a moment to look around and i realize that we're surrounded like kind of like what cam said like all of these different comics people you have like entire koyama press everybody there just (laughs) in one table um and you know jim rugg and um just a bunch of other comic people i i don't cam knows more about you know like kind of names and and whatnot i'm terrible about that stuff i don't really i don't i'm not very good about keeping track with what is critically acclaimed now and what isn't and whatnot i just kind of i mean what what are you into because i i I listen to the other podcast and like i know that cam you make the the wednesday trip to the comic shop but jb how about you what what's the latest comic you you were like really taken with I, I mean to be honest it's almost always stuff that my friends are making it oh it, really it's oh, never okay. it's never something that i just find out of the blue or whatever unless it's like unless it's like something that's been long out of print or it's a you know a back issue whatever yeah. But anything that's recent, it's from people that I knew or met or we had some sort of social interaction with. And that's yeah. how I got to, you know, read their stuff. I'm not very good about actively looking for new stuff or looking for new authors or artists. I know I probably should, but, uh, you know. Uh. It can be daunting. It can be. Uh, especially uh, paying attention to the indie scene. Yes. It's, mm-hmm. it's really hard to keep track. To, yeah. to that particular, particular 
scene because uh, most of those comics I'm, I'm talking of course like I'm living in the United States so I'm I guess I'm mansplaining you JB about how it's like <laughs> well, I mean, in America that's another thing too it's like our my understanding as a result of comics is very much regulated to the United States and I kind of wish it would expand beyond that outside of like maybe the occasional manga book that gets recommended to me by oh, a friend yeah, yeah I'd yeah, like yeah, to yeah. see more stuff you know from yeah. South America and Central America. I'd like to see more stuff from, uh, I don't know, South Korea or Indonesia or the Philippines because yeah, everybody's yeah. making comics everywhere. It's a it's an international language, the medium of comics. Mm -hmm. So I feel like yeah. we tend to get too caught up with our local bubbles and not kind of real. Well, outside of you, obviously, because you are paying attention to what other people are doing outside of uh, Argentina. But you know, yeah, for, for but us, only for necessity. Because if I had, if Argentina had a an, like a, a similar market to the United States, I don't know if I were, uh, if I, if I would know who uh, Noah Van Skyver is, and I love that guy. I love his comics. I think he's like the the greatest uh, cartoonist from. Uh, I don't know the greatest, but he has the most interesting voice in... Uh, I know that yeah. sounds weird, but... I know, I, I think I see what you're saying with that, because he's very... Uh, he's always working, and yeah. um, I, yeah. I truly believe that he is, like, the definitive, like, American cartoonist right now, because there's never not a year where he's putting out four or five books, whether it's minis or something big and substantial. And yeah. he's tackling a lot of different genres, whether it's history or whether it's, you know, personal autobio stuff, or yeah. he just recently, I don't know if you saw it, but he uh, did some pages. He actually drew the whole Fletcher all Hanks? times comic thing. Oh yeah. That was, yeah. Where it was like uh, a superhero book. Like, you know, it was a guy with a hammer and yeah, you know, I, it, so he's doing a lot of different stuff. So sorry yeah. to interrupt there, but no, yeah, no, no, he's I'm just sorry. really incredible. Yeah, I, yeah. I think like uh, Noah, it ha uh, he has a, a very particular uh, a particular voice in the sense of I don't always get to read about uh, like uh, lower income classes in um, in America. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, mm -hmm. and he um, um, like the, uh, his comic Saint Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is really like I don't mean to. I mean, it's no. That's about. It's like a white trash character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet uh, they all have a lot of depth, a, a lot of things to relate to, and no one is overly like overly car cartoonified. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. a, a word I just invented. Uh, and I, I, I really think he's, he's really interesting in portraying uh, something that rare, I rarely, rarely get to see. Mm. Like, um, I, I mean, I, of course, I, I like uh, Simon Hansel's, Hanselman's work. Mm -hmm. uh, I think his his work is amazing, and his uh, those guys, man, they they sure work. They get down and they just practically throw up pages. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's really amazing, which is a, a, a huge contrast with uh, the generation of cartoonists that preceded them, like the Close and Chris Ware and Charles Burns and all those guys who may take uh, over three or five or ten years to. to yeah, Klaus, there was like a decade before Patience came out. I think it was almost like 10 years, like eight years yeah. or something. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's yeah. Uh, a, is he working on something right now? I think I, uh, I heard it. I they're heard. about to do the artist edition thing yeah. for him, which yeah. I mean, you know, that's just scans of his original pages. So right, I don't right. think it's new content. Well, but, but you know that that's yeah. longevity for him. You know, he'll be able to. He doesn't have to put out another book because that's going to keep him afloat. You know, yeah, right. that's and, the dream. So. And you're going to get you're going to make more money on spot illustrations anyway than you will yeah. releasing a book. Well, New Yorker, if you do a New Yorker cover, I've heard through the grapevine that it's a ten thousand dollar gig if you Gosh, do a cover for the New Yorker. Damn, what the hell? <laughs> so yeah, well, and I know for a fact that. It was on Process Party. There was an interview with Sammy Harkum, and it might have yeah. been on the Patreon part, the real yeah. talk, but um, he was talking about how he did a four-page comic or something like that for the New York Times, and he said it really stressed him out, like editorial, like the editors. Yeah. He yeah, had yeah. to do a lot more revision, but he said he got like $12,000 for four pages. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> okay. So if you're, you know, if you're like a Dan Klaus or something, you only have to work 10 times a year, I which is why he doesn't have to. <laughs> I'm trying, dude. You've seen my work. I'm trying. Oh, my so, God. Uh, oh my my uh, this dude I was telling you about my friend Matias mm -hmm, Matias mm -hmm. and Juan he he did a, a short strip for um, the New York Times uh -huh. I don't know if he, if they publish it or not they they commission uh, commissioned him and he said that it was like sweet sweet money <laughs> very very Damn, he, yeah. uh, you can actually uh, read a lot of his stuff he he used to um get work uh, over at Vice Vice Comics yeah what yeah. was his strip called cuz Vice usually did a lot of strips i think yeah vice yeah, also he, doesn't pay anything really yeah he uh, they they paid him like 200 dollars but if you okay. like i said argentina is in a, is in a recession Sure. Yeah. And two hundred dollars is a lot. I, hey, I, we're 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 getting ready for ours, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> is it that bad, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, head well, in there. It's yeah. definitely. Yeah. All signs point really to we are really screwed in the next five years. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Make again America great again. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Dude. Come on. Yeah. Is it that hard to make? To, to stay stay afloat in in America. Come on. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, yeah. Just uh, I, you know, um, real quick before we yeah. wrap up, I want I did want to touch about your work, um, kind of like your approach and process yeah, because sure. Sure. you know, looking at some of your pages and whatnot, like obviously you do have a very particular approach to how you do your layouts, how you yeah. render things. There is that sort of very kind of New York illustrative style that you use. Yeah. Uh, so how did mm -hmm. you get to that point? And where do you see yourself, you know, moving forward in terms of like a, kind of like a, the creative direction that you want to go? What would be sort of your best possible kind of uh, situation that you would want to be in the kind of near future? for your particular work well i um you guys uh, read my book it's very uh, heavy leaning on uh, a, a narrator narrator I'm, I'm sorry like a narrator yeah narrator? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so right now i'm 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 doing a, a really a long form comic like a graphic novel to uh, i guess it's the better term and I'm, uh, as far as, uh, cartooning, I'm really leaning on, uh, on, on silence, if mm. that makes yes. sense. Yes. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's like, um, pseudo, uh, horror comic. 
Like, um, okay. Oh, interesting. Um, That'd be cool to see you do. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing like uh, something like. I know that you didn't like it, Cam, but something like hereditary. My oh. pronouns. <laughs> Very something cool. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I really love that, like that uh, family tragedy and that stuff. So, um, but mine is about uh, werewolves. Oh, cool! Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, awesome. I really love werewolves, and I, I got the idea to finally get those beasts. In, into one of my comics so <laughs> very cool uh, yeah and i know I, I i like i'm aware that my 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 comics look like uh like a cheap daniel klaus or chris ware or adrian uh, don't sell yourself short i I'm, you know you, i mean i think that you could easily put it in that box but i think that your work stands out yeah and i think that you're very good at the execution of getting that done and to even put yourself in that company i mean those are the most successful cartoonists right. in indie comics right. so yeah. i mean right. to, to be fair it's really hard to draw <laughs> on ink like like those guys but uh, i know uh, i mean uh, i i was just protecting myself from <laughs> i don't know people you're always so, going to have people comparing your work with other people's work and it's just a natural thing that happens you know it's, i i really gotta yeah. hate that but uh, okay so now i'm i'm inking more in a 60s john romita style like early Spider-Man, yeah. like I really, uh, um, I really, really, really love uh, the the 60s, especially the Romita era of Spider-Man, and maybe a little bit of the Gil Kane. Yeah, uh, am I pronouncing? Uh, yeah, I, I, I see re- you post a lot of that old Marvel stuff on your Instagram. Yeah, I really love those, and I I really like uh, the the early early like the the whole EC comics. I love. Will Elder from awesome. Mad yeah. Comics. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I love them for uh, uh, because they are great. I mean, they're they're also amazing I, I draftsmen. Find them so yeah, that's it. That's yeah. and and I I make it hard on myself. So I <laughs> I, I letter by hand. I I use the the Ames uh, lettering guide. I which oh, was. Wow. F, really hard to find here uh, <laughs> I ink with a with a brush I yeah. draw in uh, in I think the the inch size is like uh, 11 by 15 okay is it does that make sound yeah uh, yeah size? you're working at yeah yeah it's a large board Yes. So yeah. because uh, because I saw uh, I read that those guys uh, uh, worked in that way and I wanted to be like those guys so yeah I mean I've seen a lot of guys just work larger too like uh, Alex oh, really? Ziri his pages are like twenty two by seventeen or something like that that's Jeez. huge okay I I don't have a big scanner to <laughs> to, <laughs> to work on that size yeah, I would right? love to but same. Yeah, yeah. You, you. Uh, speaking of of that, I, I, you can't. You really, really can't uh, get an A3 scanner here. Everything is like the the normal size. Like sure, sure. A4 I have that. Format. I have the oh, normal yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the. 
You got to send me uh, pictures of some of these pages sometime. I want to see this stuff. Yeah, and and speaking of of what Blake did in discarding uh, an entire book by mm. uh, the end of last year, I had like over thirty, no, a little bit less of thirty pages, uh, fully inked and fully lettered from this comic I'm making that it's called The Howling. And an homage to the Howling movies. And I started rereading what I, I, I did. And I ended up uh, discarding like 18 pages fully. And that's, that's, that's. That's a pretty substantial amount, yeah. Yeah, those, those are months of work. <laughs> right. Really? But it's almost honorable, you know, that someone like you or Blake can do that because it means that you respect your own craft so much that you're not just going to put out bullshit. So well, as but, painful as it is, you know, but everyone edits. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah that's uh, like uh, a, a really hard edit. But yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I bet you guys t uh, think this uh, also. You, if you're not going to get uh, get rich, but by making comics, or at least it's not in the in the foreseeable future. And I don't know, not that many people are going to pay attention to your stuff, or you are not going to be held like a, a god or something like that. That no one is. The point is, no one is making a statue of you. So you take out of the equation the economic side and the ego side. You want to put out something that uh, you can respect. You you wanna you wanna make something that that has meaning to you and has work and something that you can look and you can read and you can be at least a little bit proud. So mm -hmm. yeah, and you wanna because we are so bombarded by a lot of cheap culture. You want to put out something that that is not entertaining for entertaining sakes. Mm -hmm. We all want to do something that has that is meaningful, at least for us, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, this type of art, this art form, it's it's very. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, sure, but I mean. It comes to the your, uh, the very first question. I mean, you do it because it's what you love, and you want to honor uh, what you love. And the way to do so is by something uh, by, by making something that is respectable, and and you don't you don't fuck around with uh, your reader. You're making something because you love your reader, even though you you don't know them. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's I, I'm sounding like Hodorowski here. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, he's he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's a cult leader or something. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but. I mean, don't you guys agree a little Absolutely. bit? Yeah, no, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. You know, I, I try. Well, maybe not so much. You know, at first I had the mentality of, uh, you know, I just have to have a book out for a show. And, you know, yeah, well, that's but uh, you you can easily if, if the goal is get a book out, 
you can do chicken scratches right. and staple it together and uh, that's a book but you you didn't come you yeah. you worked on the right. on those books right yeah and yeah you 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 wanted to make something that at the very least i mean i'm speaking for you right now so that's okay I'm sorry. <laughs> no uh, <laughs> so uh, um i don't know you we uh, th uh, at first uh, i know that that's the goal to to get something out to publish but whenever you're working i think that the publish thing yeah it's important but you want to control the way you uh, your stuff is published in the no, sense yeah. of you yeah. want to make the most of your your work experience. Yes, I agree. Because now, you know, for an example, last year I put out three comics, you know, individual that's, comics, and it was that's way too much. That's amazing. Dude. Well, and you know, this year I only put out one book, and well, it's. But I I feel like the book that I put out this year was my strongest. Um, yeah, and yeah. I think that you know the with each release, you know, I think about more like okay, you know. How is this going to be as a complete package? I think more about the design. I think more about, yeah. you know, the paper stock. And because you're right, you know, it's something that you're putting out that you love because you've created this and you feel strong enough to invest your own money. In my case, you know, I don't always have a publisher. So it's a lot of self-publishing. So yeah, yeah. it's... I have to, at this point now, you know, I don't care if I don't have two books out a year, you know, if I can get one out a year, that's great. Um, of course. But, you know, now you're right. It's more about, do I want to put this out? And do I feel it's strong enough work to release? You know, yeah, so. because you are now uh, judging yourself on a higher uh, on a higher ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't go back. You yeah. really can't. Yeah. yeah, that's that would be detrimental to to your not only to your career to your self esteem. Yes. So every every step now is like okay, let's do this better. Mm -hmm. Let's make it stronger. What? Let's play around with some things. I don't know. Uh, I'm just no. Yeah, it, it's shooting. The we shit. we we dig our own graves. I mean, let's be honest. That's why. You know, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, we so, we open Pandora's box. We you know try to create these sort of abstract goals of of our work and and yeah. Uh, we build these effigies uh, basically, and I'm, we also think about our work in a way of like how we in some ways kind of overcome death because when we're gone these books will still yeah. hypothetically be around so these are really the yeah. last remaining kind of will and testament of our kind of presence on this rock while we were here yeah mm -hmm. yeah of course and we we all read a, a comic or a book uh done by someone who is now long gone yes mm -hmm. and uh have you ever felt like you're you had a special relationship to that that cartoonist who is dead now. Yeah, that's how I feel with Bushmiller and Nancy. I just, you know, fuck yeah, yeah. It's to me that's like the perfect comic strip. You know, it's short, sweet to the point. There's never a wasted line. There's never a wasted panel. And well, yeah. in Bushmiller's run of Nancy, and you know, I'll just find myself trying to find out as much as I can about the man who created those comics because it just transcends just me thinking this is a good comic. Right. So yeah. that's what that is yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, I had that thing with uh, a, a New Yorker cartoonist called mm -hmm. Peter Arno. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Arno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
really I, good stuff. I love that guy so much, and mm-hmm. he was so hardworking. And I, I think uh, last year, the uh, someone put out an, uh, a, biog- a biography of of his life. Oh, okay. And what an interesting character. I mean, he was he was alive. He was a cartoonist superstar and a socialite in the New York of the 30s. So he was like something of a like a bombivant, like a, I don't know, just a, someone interesting. Was did you read the book? Was it good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need yeah, to check I, that I, out. I, I really I, like his work, so that's awesome. Yeah, check that the, out. the name, the title of the book escapes me right now, but it, just Google Peter Arno biography and it sure it, it yeah, will come out. I'll find it. Yeah, that, yeah. that's going to be, that's awesome. I didn't know that came out. That's, yeah, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Yeah. So beware, he's not the greatest of guys. Yeah. yeah. Is, so yeah, that, that, that shit gets to me. When yeah. I, I put someone so high up and well. They're not up to the the standard. Mm-hmm. Been like, so I don't know. I, I mean, I have that f- that same feeling about Kirby in terms of him being oh, this sort of like yeah. mythological figure, almost. You know, he's yeah. There's this idea of who Kirby was based on his yeah, drawings and, and what we have left, and sort of the larger than life kind of uh, secondhand stories that we hear about him and the things that he did. And to me, there really isn't. To me, he kind of summarizes sort of the the lost working class American cartoonist. You know what I mean? I can get behind that. Like yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, who really that's... kind of understood and appreciated the craft and and kind of yeah. treated it yeah, as sure. a job, like it was work, but also had a very deep love for it. Loved sharing ideas with other people about it. Yeah, and also killed Nazis. So he's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. That's great. Uh, so, uh, have you ever heard that that uh, anecdote about Kirby that before he uh, he went to the war, he knew he he had to deploy on? I think it was uh, where was it? Germany? Was it Germany? Was it France? For D-Day? I can't remember. Uh, for uh, yeah, whenever he he went. Yeah, to, yeah, that would have been France. Yeah. France. Okay, so he uh, he was making like uh, he, uh, he was doing. Um, uh, Captain, uh, the Captain America mm-hmm. comics, mm-hmm. and he did a whole year, so nobody could work on on Captain America besides him. So he was making like two Captain America issues a month and storing those th- those comics for those months. He he was uh, away in the war. Yeah. He was uh, he did those. Uh, he was what was it? His job, he he made uh, he draw. Um, he was a scout, right? Yeah, he was a scout guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He would draw the field and kind of like what he would see. He would go in advance ahead of the yeah. ahead of his team sure. and kind of just draw a layout of what he saw so that his team members would be able to know where they were going and what to identify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and we complain as cartoonists. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Does, uh, that generation, man, I I, I, uh, I slightly feel a little bit sorry about them because uh, the way uh, most of them came back from the war, from the war. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, have you ever uh, seen the Salinger documentary? 
the J.D. Salinger. I know the documentary you're referring to. I haven't actually watched it, though. Yeah, yeah I didn't watch it. I know the one you're talking about, though, but yeah. It's fine. It's like uh, the, a movie for, I don't know, like Tuesday night. But okay. <laughs> uh, what is, uh, yeah, that's, it's not, uh, it's not uh, Parasite. Yeah. It's another movie I, I saw recently. So, um, but the, the interesting thing about uh, that dude uh, around that era is because is he went to, to the war and he was in charge of, um, like not torturing, like making what's the 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 job that the the guys who questions? Oh, that's interrogation. It. Interrogation. That's yeah. it. And they they all they all came back a little bit like shell shocked. Of course, from yeah. That thing. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, and and I don't think that Kirby uh, had any episode at least it's not an, an anecdote that some war, someone shares right but uh, you guys uh, heard about that whole generation coming back to america and making all these weird comics and weird uh, weirdly um aggressive and violent and sure. sexually charged yeah so the, i mean i don't know i i digress <laughs> i'm sorry uh, again, I'm sorry, I said I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, so Pablo, where can people find you if they want to check out more of your work? Oh, yeah. So if you made it through the whole podcast, not hating me and not uh, despising my voice, <laughs> and how many times I said I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, you can check out my work at, at Vigo Pablo. Uh, which is with uh, a V I yeah I I won't spell it I I'm horrible I'm sorry so I don't know I got you it's uh, V I G O P A B L O that's amazing there you go thank you <laughs> so if you want if you don't want well I can't uh, I won't blame you for it <laughs> great man. Hey, this was yeah, really uh, good to finally get you on, man. It was really awesome. Yeah. One of my favorite yeah, yeah, episodes yeah. personally so far. So thanks for coming. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, thank you, guys. Awesome. I, I was yeah. really excited and I was really anxious. So a little bit of how uh, how Jim Rock said it, a little bit of breaking kayfabe. Uh, before we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I struggled for an hour to record the, uh, the thing because I had troubles with my headset and I was smoking. Smoking, uh, smoking uh, profusely, <laughs> and well, that'll be for the I, bonus um, content. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that'll be sure, for sure. the bonus content. We can also publish all my 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 photos oh, yeah. of my balding spot. <laughs> Only the balding <laughs> spot, though. Nothing oh, else. I thought you had a mullet. Only. What what about the mullet? No, I, I fuck the mullet. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, man. It's... I actually have to go to. I have to cut my hair today, so. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So a little, a little bit of personal trivia. There you go. Just, just got this whole thing out. Just... Well, yeah, uh, Vigo. Thank you so much for um, coming on, Pablo. We really do appreciate you coming on and being able to also like get getting to hear how the comic scene functions in other countries is something that we don't get enough of so i really do appreciate you coming on and kind of sharing your stories man yeah absolutely thank you guys 
Thank you, thank you. I had a great time, really. Uh, let's do this again. Maybe I will practice a little bit more on my English, so it won't be so obnoxious. Uh, but we definitely <laughs> we'll do an all can... Spanish episode, and uh, that'll be that'll be where you really kind of just school us, because I my Spanish is terrible. <laughs> Por favor, sí, así hablamos todos español y estamos todos tranquilos y no tengo que andar pidiendo perdón. That was, uh, I said a bunch of shit Muy bien. Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Gracias, Pablo. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank yeah, you, guys. Thank you. Thank you.